You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. The correct Jordan Hare Stadium time is 8.51 p.m. Central Daylight Time. Greetings and salutations, Orange and Truthers. Your digital audio device is tuned into the Orange and True podcast. Harbored by CollegeofMagnolia.com. I am Son of Crow, at Son of Crow 2 on Twitter. Call me Crow, at Son of Crow on Vimbo. To one side of me, the rumor monger, Ryan Starrett, at Ryan S. Starrett. The S is for three and O's. <laughs> Surprised uh, neither of y'all have made fun of my Dixie Boys All-Star shirt that I still have somehow. Was that your shirt when you were that size? Were you that size? When no, you were... it was my dad's shirt. Okay. He coached. <laughs> like the biggest kid in the world. That's great. Uh, the other side of me giving you full Fort Payne ASMR. A man of taste. A man of leisure. Hey, you, Chief. On today's show, we're going over Auburn's dominant performance over the Kansas State Golden Flashes, Nick Saban's alma mater. We're going to talk a little bit about AU soccer, and we're going to talk maybe some basketball. Not we're sure. going to talk basketball. But before we do all that, what do we got first? I don't have the show notes. What kind of podcast? <laughs> We're a soccer podcast. We're a soccer podcast, guys. Come on. Uh, sorry, the show notes aren't loading up on my computer. Mm. There we are. It's kind last, of bummer last to start weekend, out on. Last weekend, Auburn soccer. Uh, we took a loss. Yeah, Southern Miss Golden Eagles and tied Samford. Now, I didn't watch. It's called a draw for the. uh, Yeah, draw. Not on the Auburn website. Got one point against Samford. The actual game is called a tie between the two teams. It's true. Anyway. The. That Samford game, guys, this was a bad week for Auburn soccer. Auburn should have annihilated Southern Miss and Samford. I mean, we leaked five goals. That's almost as bad as the Everton. There's just there's a lot of back end problems on the Auburn soccer team right now. Um, The defense or the goalie? That's all. This is an issue. The unit. Yeah, this is the issue with soccer. If you have a great goalie and a terrible back line, you're gonna leak goals. If you have a terrible back, if you have a great back line and terrible goalie, you're gonna leak goals. It's one unit, and they really shouldn't be separated. So I really can't pinpoint. Individual person's fault, but you've got a team that had to claw its way from two nil down again. So Auburn allowed four straight goals before scoring a goal. Then all of a sudden came back to take a three two lead against Sanford, which should be Church. Yeah. And then they allow Sanford to score. Then all that of a sudden, a PK at the end was that what the? I think it was. Yeah. yeah. In then the last you, minute or two. Then you go to double overtime, and then at the end of two overtimes in college soccer. That's it. And then you have to go for two. You should. <laughs> and then just every, every goal's worth two. Golden goal is what they should do, right? They did golden goal. Oh. Both overtime oh, and golden yeah, goal. Oh, yeah, okay. Which is sudden death. They don't call sudden death because death. See, what they should do is every couple of minutes they take somebody off of each team. Then it, just, it shrinks. Yeah, that's actually a, that's good, a good idea. idea. Yeah. Yeah. Every time you know how lose somebody. horrible it would be for two people to play against each other <laughs> in a full-size pitch? <laughs> No, I one mean, on, one, one, on one. one little mistake. Just and it's over. running. Oh my God. You guys, <laughs> what happens next? Are they going to lose me? <laughs> what happens, when no, they, what happens if they just hack them down? <laughs> no, <but laughs> yellow in, card in professional fan. Uh, college soccer, it's, you can sub like in the middle of oh, right. plays, right? Yeah. That's true. I would assume they would have to like not subs. do that at that point. You can't sub. It's not hockey. You can't just oh, run okay. on subs. So they have right. to let them call you on. Line changes would be, that would make soccer a lot more fun. You just have line changes. So you're saying soccer would be better if it was hockey. 
Yeah. <laughs> Next week's great. I mean, hockey is soccer on ice. Yeah. Next week, Auburn goes on the road. Fighting. Blades on your feet. <laughs> tries to find some defense at Kentucky, which is a they're a, they're a traditionally strong soccer school, and then they go to at. Old Dominion University, and at some point Thursday and Sunday, two games. <laughs> right in the mic. I should do it right yeah. in the microphone. Bless you. Oh man, I'm just allergic to losing <laughs> and ties in soccer. <laughs> uh, at some point, you got to figure Auburn's going to find some defense. We're the only Auburn podcast that has sneezes and coughs. I feel like in the microphone because yeah. we're authentic. Strange noises at the, yeah. the greet. That would have been a Chief kicking a pair of safety glasses. Oh, whoa! Don't break the mouth. Oh, don't break the fourth wall. <laughs> well, we already broke a wall earlier. Today. <laughs> we did. Well, yeah, safety two, glasses are out. These two guys put up a and uh, Crow's lovely wife and daughter uh, yeah. put up a uh, some drywall tonight. On some sheetrock. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Yeah, big shout out to Ryan for coming over early and doing some drywall. Drywall chicken. So basketball, moving right along to the sport this school is known for. We are currently 50 days, Austin Wiley days, from kick tip-off. That's right. And we're reading the site today as uh, we record this. You would have seen an article about... KT Harrell. Yeah, so we did the 100-day countdown for... Uh, for football this year, and it was yeah. great. It was great, and it about killed me. Yeah, yeah, so, it, a lot uh, of content. If you uh, if you aren't familiar with it, it's not like many people's countdowns where you just use a jersey right. number. Jersey numbers are too easy. Well, everybody uh, does it now, so. right? And uh, so Will McLaughlin, our head basketball writer, is doing a pretty cool countdown. Uh, it's basically the top individual scoring games of the last decade. So, and he's doing the, the top fifty. We'll do one a day, uh, except for today he did just kind of a group of KT Harrell's games. He had four games of 25 points, mm-hmm. which is where the list starts. So 25 will count up. And, uh, yeah, so we had what, – what were the four games on there? This, he had at South Carolina separate, uh, February 2014, and then December 24, 2014 versus uh, – That was against Coastal. Against Coastal Carolina? Yeah. And then he did it again against North Alabama, January 2014, and then again against Texas A&M in that magical 2015 SEC yeah. tournament. I think run. that's the game everybody remembers. Yeah, the yeah, SEC tournament game. This was when you, you still had bad Auburn. Yeah, and uh, even through the end of the regular season, like they were the 13 seed. You know, you're just hoping you go win a game. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, just kind of feel good about it, and. They did. This this was the same tournament. Correct me if I'm wrong. That we had we beat LSU, got into uh, some fights with uh, LSU. Yeah. And, uh, oh yeah. Was the Ben Simmons team, right? This was the. I ben... believe you're correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because I think Simmons was the 2015 first round draft pick by the Sixers. Right. So and this would have been Saturday the before that. And uh, yeah, yeah. So Auburn on the back of KTRL gets to the. Uh, SEC tournament semifinals and the quarterfinals is when they beat Texas A&M and he put up 25 in that game right and um, and that was it was at the end of his career you know he, he graduated in 2015 um, and it it was hard to see you know you have all these great players even when your teams are bad you always remember the best player on the team right and uh, you know he was really kind of the, one of the foundational players that was here when Bruce got here and kind of set the stage for what we should be expecting from Auburn basketball. 2015 LSU, 2014-15 LSU Tigers did not have Ben Simmons. He okay, was 2015-16. Oh, okay. okay. It's the year before Ben Simmons. Gotcha. Yeah, um, KT was one of those guys that was, he came in under Barbie. Um, he actually, he transferred in because he, he is from Montgomery, I believe is correct. Anybody remember? I do not remember. I think so. I think that's right. Guys, Auburn went 4-14 four and 14 in conference that year. Yeah, they not good. Shirts then. Yeah. Not good. Um, and so KT went to Virginia and then transferred to Auburn and mm-hmm. set out a year and then played. So KT had been here a while. but I, did, he, did he play three years or two years? I want to say he played three. That's what I think, too. But KT uh, does not have a Wikipedia page. Well, KT had a great beard. 
um, and he can shoot. So, you know who does? Point God, Simeon Bowers has the Wikipedia page. Really? Simeon Henry Bowers is an American professional Henry, basketball huh? player who last played for FMP of the Adriatic League. FMP is in Belgrade, Serbia. Oh, yeah. The ABA League, Basketball League of Serbia, the Adriatic, Adriatic Basketball League. League. Now, it's not one of the top leagues. No, oh. the top teams in Belgrade. The best team oh. in Belgrade is Red Star. So a little background. Multiple teams in Belgrade. Oh, yeah. Wow. Serbia's basketball crazy. Serbs love the basketball. Oh, man. Like you wouldn't believe. A little background on KT. So you're right. He's from Montgomery. Yeah. He went to Brubaker Tech Magnet School. Okay. Some whatever in Montgomery. Interesting. I'm not really familiar with Montgomery. Um, Jack. Yeah. Let us know. subject. Uh, went to Virginia. Like you said, yeah. played there for two years. Oh, okay. Then transferred out to all reserves last okay. two years. Yeah. He redshirted and then. Right. The last two. Okay. Um, that sounds right. But yeah, I mean, he was far and away the best player on those those two yeah, teams. Yeah, he's he really good. Um, he, I, I want to say he actually played at Virginia. And yes, yeah, so as a, as a the, freshman, he started fifteen games. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember the the concert or the uh, circumstances of that. I don't know if it was he. So it looks like he only played eleven games his sophomore year there. I don't know if there was an injury or yeah, whatever happened. Well, the basketball it, stuff like that happens. Guys don't get as much playing mm-hmm. time and. So he was actually a better three-point shooter his senior year than Bryce Brown was last year. Yeah. He was like, maybe not on volume, but he was a 43% shooter on six attempts a game. Yeah. So. I, I remember uh, back during our whole run when we were all talking about hypotheticals, like other guys you'd want to see on this team that we had, and KT was at the yeah. top of the list. It would have been, been cool to see him on a, a team like what we had the last couple of years. Uh, no disrespect to any of those guys on on the the two teams that KT was on. Those guys played hard and just didn't get the results. Yeah, I mean, if, if he had been on a halfway decent team, even that's making you know NITs, he would be a below basketball player here. I think. Yeah, but that tournament run, it was really nice to see uh, the KT Jordan Granger those guys right. in there. You know, finally get some reward for all the work they've put in. Did you guys know that uh, Simeon Bowers played in the basketball tournament? Sort of. He was, he was on a roster. He didn't play very 2018 much. 2018 edition on a team called Golden Eagles. Yeah, it was Mark Edelman. Yeah. <laughs> I think he played there for freshman year. Yeah. Maybe? Before that, he played in Serbia, right? Like I said, 2018-2019 mm-hmm. edition of the Adriatic mm-hmm. League. Mm-hmm. He played for a team called Earth Friends Tokyo Z. In Japan. That sounds... <laughs> Guys, right now there's nothing more I want to do than hang out in Tokyo, Japan with Simeon Bowers. Yes! <laughs> Running an Earth Friends Tokyo Z jersey. How much fun and how wild would that have been? Imagine that. They're in the second crazy time you could have Simeon. <laughs> Robert Gilchrist. Over here. You Are we talking about Simeon because he's uh, tomorrow's guy? Is that why we're Oh, is he? I don't think so. Who is tomorrow's Jared, guy? Uh, oh, yeah. Jared Harper. That's right. We'll... we'll uh, Honestly, you probably will have read it before right, you right. hear this podcast, but we'll we'll hold off just in case. Get sure. to the side if you haven't read it yet, and we'll see what Jared Harper did. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I think it's a game from last season. I'm sure yeah. Simeon is coming up at some point in this game. I don't game. know. Did he ever have 25 in the game? Maybe. Possibly. He did I play point guard. I wonder if he did for Star Earth Friends Tokyo Z. He <laughs> did take a lot of three-pointers. Fair. His, his teams that he's played on, FMP... The Wisconsin Herb of the G League, Earth Friends Tokyo Z, the Pure Food Star Hot Shots. That's got to be the Filipino League. Yep. <laughs> and Hapoel Galil Elion in Israel. So that was his first. His first job out of college was with Hapoel Galil Elion. Elion. Basketball is really big in Israel. And really big. It's uh, it's interesting. Yeah, it's not a place you'd think. Hey. There's a lot of basketballs. They have a big league there, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. Big, in, big in Israel. Big in uh, Northern Africa. Libya. Tunisia. Hmm. Those are basketball hotspots. Nothing like the Baltics. Right. The Balkans, I mean. So Lithuania, Serbia. Yeah. So you got Serbia, Slovenia, Slovakia, Czech Republic. Uh, Czech Republic. It's big in... Uh, Big in Spain, right? Spain, who just won the World Cup yes. of basketball. Yes, 
Yeah, and not the U.S. The U.S. finished how the seventh. America do that is embarrassingly absurd. Seven. Yeah, and because tell tell everyone why the real reason why guys is Space Jam Two because. Woo. Space Jam 2 is filming in Los Angeles this summer, and that's where all the best players are going to be. So, I do want to clarify something, because there was a bunch of back and forth, I think, in the media about it, of, uh, was the player's fault, or... Yes, I, it's the I player's know, fault. Like Popovich kind of came out and was you know, getting mad at people for, you know, saying, oh, this is ridiculous, they were doing the best they could, and yada, yada, yada. I don't think anybody was upset with the players on that team. Yeah, right? no. It's the players that weren't on the team. Yeah, about, right? my my opinion of the players who were on the team, it's really funny. It's very similar to our good friend Josh's opinion of the Auburn offensive line. Oh. These guys are doing the absolute best they can. Sure. The problem is that these are the guys on the team. Yeah. Like, it should be not Kimba Walker as our <laughs> best player. I love Kimba Walker, but sure. he shouldn't be our best player. There were guys on Team USA I didn't know, and I watch... 50 NBA games a year, and there were guys I didn't know. Well, this is uh, this is not the first time something like this has happened where we didn't send our best, correct? It's like every 15 years. Yeah. Every 15 years, the U.S. will get embarrassed. So next Olympics, yeah. we'll have like everybody play, right? Hopefully. And then you just know. blow through people? This next Olympics, you're looking at, we could see an extremely dominant Anthony Davis in the Olympics. I want Bruce Pearl to coach Team USA. I win pop. The best coach on earth. He did. Pop. He did coach uh, Israel's uh, team in a tournament. I think you're right. The McCoy or whatever. I just want to see Bruce Pearl in the Olympics. Like, I, I don't know. That seems like a. He would love it. Oh yeah, he would get so into it. Yeah. They should let college. No, they shouldn't. They should never <laughs> allow another college coach to do it again because it was the most unbelievable recruiting disadvantage that. Coach K put they everyone let, else at. They should let college coaches coach non-Team USA. Yeah. Like any other foreign country right. have an affiliation to it. Yeah. Coach, coach K, K should do Israel. Team Slovenia. Oh, coach K would be Team Poland. All right. Let's take a quick commercial break. And we're back. And we're going to talk a little bit about an offensive line that I mentioned earlier. I forgot I was going to make a noise for our break. Oh, yeah. Believe it or not, we're back from the break. <laughs> Um, Auburn played Kent State, the Golden Flashes. What can you say about a game against a team that Auburn should have beaten by 35, and they did? Well, I've heard they have a very attractive head coach. That's what the ladies say. I didn't see any of that until, like, well after the Yeah, me either. Me either. But, uh, yeah. yeah, that's what I heard. He's a young guy with a beard. I don't even know what he looks oh. like. Well. Just saying, Just geez. like you, Chief. <laughs> You can he's younger than Chief. I'm sure he's younger than me. That's what I was thinking. He's like 32? He's 33. Yeah. Oh. I hired him as 31, a 31-year-old. You're right. He was the uh, offensive coordinator for those fun Syracuse teams a couple years ago. That'd be Clemson. Man, maybe he'll be coaching Auburn one day. He's a hot, <laughs> hot name right now. We'll see. Speaking of coaching Auburn one day, the guy who is currently coaching Auburn, mm-hmm. Gus Malzahn, mm-hmm. shout out to Brandon Marcello. That was the best thing he's ever written. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was cool. It was super good. Yeah. Like it, I, it was a... seemed to be universally accepted. Really well-written mm-hmm. piece about Christy Malzahn, who is a gem. And we need to keep her around as long as possible. She's awesome. And so, yeah, the premise of the article was he basically spent the game with her. Yeah. And like he didn't watch the game. Right. So, like, what is, what is game day for the First Lady of Auburn, basically? Right. He didn't have to stay in that press box. It's the main thing. He got out of the press <laughs> yeah, box. Yeah, that's the plan. That's, the whole plan. that's why I'm so happy. That's yeah. why the article was upbeat. Didn't have to be up there. Yeah. So, the rest of us who watched the game not with the first lady of Auburn football, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lady Christy Malzahn, we saw a very easy win by the Auburn Tigers, which was expected. Yeah. It was expected, but it was one of those, maybe it's Auburn fans being Auburn fans of, well, you know, we could mess this up. Yeah. I don't know. Josh, I mean, we, this should have always been a blowout. This is... And worse it was. than the JSU team that we played in the homecoming. I mean, this is the worst team we've ever played. Well, that JSU team wasn't bad. Exactly. That was the point, though. <laughs> like, this is one of the bottom 10 teams in the FBS. We, I sat with Josh Black this time. And as we sat down, both of us were like, I just, I just want to see Auburn run the ball successfully. Like, literally, I think Josh is in the like, if we can get, if we can run for 100 yards in the first half. That'd be a pretty successful day. 
Yeah. We have like 467 yards against this team. We only threw 17 passes mm-hmm. the whole game. Yeah. We didn't. We might have thrown two passes in the second half. Yeah. Joey had one and the flea flicker. I didn't yeah. see Joey's pass. I left. I did. It was stadium. just a five-yard kind of dump yeah, off. It was. I left the stadium at the beginning of the fourth quarter. And Auburn scored like two more touchdowns. Right. The, uh, the biggest uh, takeaway from the game, I think, was the 300-yard, three separate 100-yard rushers we had for the first time since 1983. Yeah. Yeah. One of them is Joey Gable. One of them didn't start playing really until the middle of the third quarter. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I will say that, like, anybody, that's crazy talk to think there's a quarterback controversy after that, though. I mean, there's a Wildcat. It's, it's Auburn so fans. Here's die. the thing it shows you that there can be a scenario where Joey plays more than a backup. Well, sure. I, I like think that, that needs to be employed. And I think hopefully that's what we were seeing. I yeah. Think you're right. I, I mean,. I think the thing maybe everybody has forgotten about every first three games under Gus Malzahn is we don't run any plays. Right. Like it's the same stuff. We don't ever fully get going until four or five games in. Like there's nothing really to worry about, and we still blew a team out. So we really the weird thing about this year though is we are running plays that I've never seen before. Yeah, and I think it's a. Like we talk about some of the slack, this power G stuff mm-hmm. where we're pulling the guard and the tackle is a very Memphis well, concept. We also have to do that, I think. We kind of have to do it with our, because of the personnel, but it's working. Yeah. And it's a trendy. Well, you do what you have to do. You're seeing the Rams do it in the NFL. You're seeing a lot of teams, the hot, trendy offenses doing it, and Auburn's able to do it. And I wonder how much of that's Dillingham coming in. But also, I wonder, like, is Gus. Evolving with the t- evolving with a little bit of the offensive. Well, I mean, it's it's Gus evolving, but it's also Gus doing the most basic thing as offense is always doing. Yeah, his he's it's always power run guard. game with pulling linemen. I mean, yeah. that's that's the wing team. He, he loves pulling those guards. Like so, was it twenty thirteen? We led America in rushing yards. Right. Yeah, I think we, we were, I think we were ahead of the academies yeah. in rushing yards. And had attack in the SEC. We I think I think the academies. the deal is we have to figure out. How to get go Joey in in the naturally. Wildcat, but naturally and in a way that doesn't upset the rhythm of the game. Here's what I think: yeah, it can't idea. be a play here and there, right? But you also Auburn, don't want it to be a quarter. You put Bo in. If Bo ever gets Auburn up by two possessions, so ten points, you put the closer in, and you just. Milk. Well, Tommy Tupperville is not our coach. So, <laughs> well, I mean, that is a good point, though. I mean, if you got to feel like you feel like you're limited in your run game with Bo, maybe, yeah, even yeah. if you just because you don't want him to take shots, he doesn't need. Well, to you're take. basically running a, a, the option. You're with, running a triple, right? And, and we don't really even run triple that. No, way. it's we just it's just Joey or and Booby or Cam right. or um, well, triple in that your, your RPO is kind of oh, okay. triple. Yeah, that's okay. true. Um, uh, Joey's not going to pass a lot this year, I don't think. But, I, I mean, I think having him pass the other night was to show that he could right. do it. Right, just like, put it on tape. Because we, we have – the only way you can run him in for extended periods of time in a game, I think, that you're not just killing somebody and you're trying to just run, grind them out, is if they think he could pass. Um, Did we run the Wildcat at all in this Kent State game? I don't remember. I don't remember it's, seeing it. It seems like maybe Booby got a snap one time, but I can't. It didn't. We did run Wildcat with Booby once. Or we ran with it, Joey a couple times, too. Right, yeah. and that, that's kind of what I'm getting at is after the two-lane game we talked about. You know, I mean, hey, it was basically Wildcat the entire Right. Second. But that's what we talked about for the two-lane game is, hey, if you're, if you're going to run Booby that much, you've got to find ways to get him breathers as well. I, so it doesn't make sense to make, give him a bunch of direct snaps if you're also going to run him 20-plus yeah. times outside of that. So if we can employ Joey there, that's kind of you – know, except that's what we ran in the fourth quarter. I, I'd like to see us sense. be able to put Joey in the game and not have him behind center, just have him – make him think he was going to be and then right. just have him blocking on the edge. Because he can right. play tight end like I did in high school. Sure. Even, I mean, even just if he's a decoy. Yeah. I don't have to throw to him that much. Yeah. Here's your over-under. And if you're listening to this and you're in the College of Magnolia Slack, 
This is for you as well. Over under, this is Malik Willis's career passing at Auburn. Mm. He attempted 14 passes at Auburn quarterback. I believe it. Will Joy Gatewood attempt more passes this season than the seven passes Malik Willis attempted each year of his college career. So seven is the over under. On how many passes Joey Gatewood will attempt as Auburn's quarterback? Yeah, Sanford, Sanford still is good. Nineteen. Um, if you take away the Sanford game, no, including the Sanford game, then over. Over, okay. Because he played the Kent State game, right? Right. Through one, one. But this will be at the end of the season when you're not as worried about getting bowling rhythm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna push. Seven. Yeah. Seven. He's currently six left. I think I have, he didn't know any. In previous weeks, right? He has one to say that. I think we're gonna. Gus is a cautious man. I think we all know this. I think um, he is and he isn't. Like he's risk averse to a point, but yeah, he doesn't like to put guys in positions where they could fail. Right. And I just think unless we're just absolutely murdering somebody, he's probably not gonna have Joey throw. Although, he's going to want it on tape, as we just mentioned, when we get to Alabama, when we get to Georgia, when we get to LSU. So, I mean, maybe. Arkansas, you're going to be the crash test of Yeah, yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah. Um, Joey has two attempts. He did throw, oh, he threw a pass. Wait a minute. It's claims he threw a pass last year. Oh, in the bowl game. That's yeah. Right. That's right. Yeah. He currently has two career attempts. He only has one attempt for this year. So yeah, it's seven good. for this year. Is Joey Gatewood our best running back? No, because Cam Martin is. And I'm going to make this. Oh, here's, listen, here's the thing. I was going to bring this up. So I'm glad Chief did. He's not even one of the 100-yard rushers. What I, think that makes, what I think makes Cam Martin Auburn's best back is Cam Martin, at this point in his career now, finally knows who he is. The worst thing that happened to Cam was being on the same team as Carryon Johnson. Because then when Carryon left, he thought he needed to be the patient, okay. wait for a hole, then go to a hole running. And that's just not going to ever be him. And it really isn't Booby Whitlow either. No, it's he's not. trying that's to do the same was, thing. Yeah, it's not. But he's, Booby's better at that than Cam is. Cam is a. Just hit it. He is an elite running back at there is the hole. Go. The play is drawn to go here. I think the problem is, is we don't have the offensive line. Yes, right. To that's. Do that. That's the thing. If we were able to say, hey, there's going to be a hole here, one he there. He's great. He'd be great, but we can't do that. No. Well, and this is, this is why I think you're going to see more of these. When Cam's in the game, there are going to be more of those pulling both guards, pulling both tackles where the hole has to be here or it's not going to exist. Yeah. And he doesn't have to read. He doesn't have to do anything. Because once he's in space, he does a really good job making guys miss. He was untouched on his touchdown run. Untouched because he saw the hole and then was able to just get to the end zone before anybody could find it. And that was a long run. You know how big some of those uh, Kent State defensive tackles were? <laughs> I know. They, they were about 280. <laughs> but what, tiny I, tiny. what I'm saying is he was a four-star recruit yeah. because he found hole. He was told where to go, and there was a hole when he got there, and he gets to the I, end I zone. I think we may have seen that he's there in the pecking order at this point. John Chivers finally got well, the chance yeah. to... If Sean Chivers didn't get to play, right? But who knows if he's gonna get to play or not? Well, he had I think twelve carries in this game. He did really well when he got in this game, but although I will say, seeing Joey Gatewood at quarterback and Sean Chivers running back, I will never get tired of that. Yeah, gigantic. It, it was kind of like, back. it was similar to seeing Cam hand the ball off to Mike Dyer or Ontario McCaleb, who was just he wasn't that short though. At least no, he was I mean, just whisper thin. He's just the skinniest guy I've ever seen in football game. <laughs> yeah. I think. Michaela must have had a 26-inch weight. <laughs> Although, like, the flip side of that was Joey Gatewood handing the ball after Harold Joyner. Yeah. Two oh. six four guys. Dude, back there. Harold Joyner is my favorite running back that we have. Because he looks crazy back there because he's so big. Mine's Malik Miller because he's still just like... <laughs> he had a few good runs. How's he doing? Uh, How is this possible? How does this guy keep getting open? Man. I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it was, it, was it was a fun game to watch because there was no... There's no worry at all. There's no... Cam had 71 yards on seven carries. I mean, that's yeah, but almost good. everybody averaged yeah. like eight or nine a carry. Uh, Shivers had 12 carries for 102. That's not that's, even that's 10. Eight. That's eight. Over eight. That's not even 10. <laughs> Gay with 12 carries for 102. That's exactly the same as Shivers. 
Whitlow is 17 carries for a buck 35. I'm looking at Cam Martin. Yards per attempt, it is staggering. All right. Okay. All right. So is there anybody specific we were impressed with? I mean, even knowing the opponent, is there anybody that was like, man, he had a great game? Um, I thought Bailey Sharp had a good game. Yeah, and, that, and that's unfortunate. Um, oh, I'll tell you somebody who's had a good season. Uh, our only tight end, who is now playing receiver. Sal? Sal. Made a great Sal catch. Sal yeah. yeah, that was a great catch. Sal Canella's having a really nice little 2019. Yeah, he's, he's doing all right. I don't know. He's got a couple of catches a game. I don't know if I love that he's getting the volume. The option. But but he's a big dude. and he's, he's making it happen. Yeah. It's getting open. And he uh, had a good game blocking. And you know who else had a yeah. game blocking? Matthew Hill had a couple of really yeah, he nice didn't, blocks. didn't uh, get the ball at all in this game. But he had some good edge blocks. going to earn him some playing time. Which will that. get you on the field in mm-hmm. this offense. Mm-hmm. Man, the guy that stood out to me is on the other side of the ball. Tyron Truesdale had a great game. Yeah, Tyron, especially Truesdale. in that first half. You know, Derek Brown went out with the injury early. Still not totally sure what that's about. But uh, Truesdale, it seemed like every couple plays, he was the guy in the backfield. just. Throwing some yeah. more poor offensive linemen inside. Mm-hmm. Well, there's also Marlon too. That was also yeah. Marlon had two and a half sacks in this game. He's named uh, SEC defense player or defensive lineman. Defensive lineman of the, of the week. week for the second, second week. Yeah, so, that's pretty good when you think about this league, right? Um, and it's not like other teams didn't, you know, play. Yeah, there were plenty of cupcakes this past week. Yeah, so um, we're gonna need Derek Brown back. Next week, yeah, oh, uh, absolutely. Which is why I did not mind at all that he didn't come back last week. Yeah, I'm really hoping uh, he is okay. Yeah, but we'll see. I uh, I think Marlon Davidson was basically on every single snap. <laughs> he played yeah the whole yeah game. We'll, we'll have a nerd do the snap tracker that later was this week. So. Kind of absurd and was just a hundred percent. Juice, like, <laughs> yeah. like he was so fired well, up about this game, Marlon. Marlon knows what he's working for right now. So, yeah. And that's probably why he got to stay in the game all night. He got a lot of clips they're going to show during the NFL draft um, on that game. Well, they had some fun uh, getting after Woody Barrett, too. I mean, yeah. You, you yeah. could tell Woody was still friends with a lot of these guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was kind of fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, it was he was obviously overmatched. Well, he so. struggled pretty pretty early. Yeah, he, okay he was like towards 3 the of 11 for passing, mm-hmm. but he ran the ball all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, it was good to see how... Gus and him still have a close relationship. Right. And yeah. There were no hard feelings. We wouldn't be Yeah. I think it was just one of those situations where he knew it just wasn't the right fit for him. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, we did have that targeting call, though. That was yeah. Smoke Monday out for the first it's half. It's not good. That's game. That is, that's not good. I mean, it's, it's probably better smoke than, uh, Biggie or, or Denson or somebody like yeah. that. Or Roger McCreary, who has been. I was going to say, McCreary had a great game. Again. Again, it's three straight games. Yeah. Now, is it? Look, I wonder if he's going to start. He's got such a country music name. He does Roger McCreary and the Level Line. It's <laughs> a good, it's a good country yeah, band. There you go. The Level Line. It's a free one for you, Roger. It, here's the thing, guys. Is Noah Ibanagani incredible? Yes. Or do other teams just think that he is? Because they don't throw <laughs> the ball to his side of the field. I have. I don't know if I've heard his name called all because nobody's in the, sec- to in the first part of the second half. Oh. They threw the ball to his side a bunch, but not to his man. Right, and he made a bunch of tackles. Yeah, he is glue on his receiver. That was it. Yeah, I I don't understand. Like, no one's even testing. Yeah. Oregon did not no. even didn't even. And it's not like I don't want anything to do with. It's it. not the corners on the other side have been bad. I mean, McCurry's been really good. Davis has been pretty good. I mean, Besides that one play against right. And I think Christian Tud is starting to be the guy they pick on. Yeah, he had, he had a couple yeah. of rough outings yeah. Saturday. And then he's, he's still a very good overall player. Still, He's still learning. He's going to bust a punt return for touchdown. Oh, two. yeah. Let it out. Really thought he was going to do it this week. Yeah. They didn't give him much to work with. Their puncher no. was pretty, pretty, pretty bad. We, spoiler for later, we might be talking about another punter. Yeah. And with that... Moving right on into Barners and Bunkers. Well, we do we want to talk about Bonex just for a second. Oh yeah, bo 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 next. It was kind of a weird outing for him because he statistically he was fine. He was what twelve or sixteen? Yeah, one hundred sixty yards. Yeah, what's yeah. that? What, and, what uh, kind of QBR is that? I can one TD, no interceptions. Because not a whole lot of yards. Yeah, so I mean, QBR is not going to be right. Uh, you'll see. Actually, I've seen. You'll see uh, NFL quarterbacks with those numbers. Right. It, it was. What, not trying what, to, what you were not trying to say. He's a 
<laughs> I've seen Cam there. Newton have these exact same right. numbers in a game that they won. But he went out there, did not make any interceptions, basically. Right. But he, there was a couple of throws. I mean, there was the one Ooh. to Sal that you know he had to reach behind that we talked about. Yeah. Not a good throw. And there was a couple of deep balls where you could tell he just the footwork wasn't right. Um, he had he had Will Hastings for a touchdown and missed him right. again. Mm. But you know, they had the. Um, flea flicker to stove, which was the flea dime. flicker was the greatest was so flea fun. flicker I've ever that seen. That was the <laughs> slowest flea flicker I've ever seen. I was like, Cam just kind of turned and went, All right, here you go. What is going on? Here. You watched the replay, 11 Kent State defenders thought it was a run <laughs> and poured at the line. And and then you had oh, Eli Stove streaking towards the end zone. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, the full cast started playing on my uh, <laughs> Siri hit play. It's a, it's a free ad. For, you, for the full <laughs> cast there. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, he kept the ball a couple times on the ground. That was good to see. Uh, yeah. He had, what, two, like two 15-yard gains. The rushing touchdown, uh, Gus lit into Ooh, him afterwards. Yeah. I don't think he was supposed to keep He was not ball. supposed to keep that well, ball. And, and the thing is, I think if, if it was a read play, it was the he same made the play. right read. It, yeah. It was, was wide the, open. It was the same play. Was, I think he was supposed to hand the ball Right. <laughs> They're like, do it again, yeah. hand the ball off this time. Yeah. And he was like, no. And if we want to make a direct cam comparison, I think Bo Nix is a better punter than Cam Newton. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not, maybe not as good as Chris F. Todd, though. Record-breaking Chris Todd. Bo Nix has a bit, of a, a bit of Johnny Manziel in him, only in his running form. A he little. on fire. He kind of runs like he just, like, his arms and legs don't work at the same time, but they're all really good. Same as same as Johnny. Yeah, he, 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 it works. Yeah, you have like the Kyler Murray who just looks yeah. like he's running shot out of a can. Shot out of a can. Mm-hmm. Then you've got Johnny Menzel who's running every direction at yeah. once. Yes, and so you don't know which way he's going to go. And I think that's more of the Monick the Monick style. Interesting comparison on A and M week. I know, I know. I thought about that because I watched I watched the replay of Bonix's. There was a couple of really good. YouTube's made about how the quarterback run this week set up other runs. Man, a couple, couple uh, good YouTube. Who's putting these out? YouTube.com. Oh, Stat Tiger. Oh, oh Crow is a master of the internet. Yeah, <laughs> YouTube's a couple YouTube's. YouTube. Well, first of all, YouTube was at the game, and they put this thing out. Speaking uh, of, I have uh, got YouTube TV now. Nice. You cut the old cord? Well, I tried to today. Um, I'm not sure if you've ever tried to cut the cord before, but uh, they don't tell, like Tell that. me, Ruben. I physically cut a cord last week. Literally physically cut a cable cord out of this house. Oh. Because there are... Whoever owned this house before us loved cable television. <laughs> and needed it in every room. and needed the cables to be hung from the ceiling yeah. with a big board hole. Just as you can see, you can see one right there. Yeah, you're yeah, seeing it. Podcasting visual medium. Just hanging down in the middle of the room. Every room in this house had that. Hmm. It was horrible looking. So we had to, had to remove some. But I've literally cut a few cables. Nice. Yeah, we don't have cable TV either. Never will. I'm a Hulu man myself. Never again will I have cable TV. I have the, the $1.99 version of Hulu. Hulu or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you pay $199? No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> Actually, I think it's only $0.99. Cents. It's just a nice. dollar, dollar a month for a year yeah. or whatever. Uh, I think Bo Nix had, a, had <laughs> as good a game as a... As I wanted him to. Yeah, that was fine. I, really, I don't know what it, what is, but I don't know what people want from the guy. He probably never warmed up. <laughs> you think about it, like yeah. he threw sixteen passes for the entire game. That's uh, four, four hours long. Long. Yeah, <laughs> that's half of what he threw in the first the half. Better question last is, week. Did Bo Nix need to take a shower after the game? Um, but it was really hot. I needed to take a shower. Yeah, so yeah. shower. Everybody that was outside needed to. Um, yeah, I took a shower after the game. I had to play. Yeah, but I, I, Bonex has been fine through. Three but years. his jersey was clean. Here's a, here's a real spoiler. We haven't done our uh, position grades yet, have we? Uh, I don't know if you sent them to me or not. I didn't. Okay. I didn't. I know. haven't posted it yet. Okay. Here's a spoiler for you. Hot. Here's a hot tip. I'm giving him a B again this week. Wow. <laughs> you got to wake up pretty early to make an egg. <laughs> cheese he's crazy. He's, a, he's just a he's a B right now. He's not doing anything that. He doesn't need to do really, and he's been playing fine. May have to next week, but we'll see. We'll see B is for diploma. Let's go, Barners and Bunkers of the week. Finally, now this is not Champs and Chumps of the week. This right. is totally different. This is a Louis podcast now. Yeah, well, we're not sponsored by any. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> we did eat at Louis earlier. Shout out to Coach Chiz. Did you get Barney. the honey mustard? That got great honey mustard. Oh, that's next time. 
Your uh, potato salad is phenomenal. Dude, it's it's legitimately good. They have ex- excellent fried okra. Okay. I had anything I didn't like there. Bar of the week, I think all of us on the Slack agreed that uh, Bailey Sharp, who yeah. acquitted himself well but then got hurt. Got his first start. Yeah, first just, start. Uh, this is for James and Lydia Jones. Fifth year guy. Bailey Lee Sharp. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Record that one, Crow. Never, never heard that one in my house. I'm sure that ever. <laughs> I'm sure that I'm not the whole. That, that James is not the first one to say to do that. No, I feel bad for him though, because he he played well. He got his first career start. He's a fifth year senior, and there it was kind of a focus, I think, in a lot of the the beat writers post game interviews where it was. You know, he gave a couple good lines, and you know this was you know, everything he ever dreamed of. Yeah, that's what he, he wanted to do. He, he grew up wanting to be an Auburn offensive lineman. It's a start and for it, Auburn. It's, it's just awful that he got taken away from him. Yeah, so well, he's only game. out. He's out what? six weeks. Woke he up, could come back and play. He could. I mean, woke up the next morning. Yeah, wasn't hurt know. in the game. Woke up the next morning with yeah. a little pain in his knee. I think he. I think he knew when it happened, okay. but he just like yeah, it's not a big deal. And then he probably knew the next day. He's a football yeah. guy. Man, yeah, that's a bummer. So fingers crossed he can come back. Um, yeah, I don't really fingers, know what the situation is. Fingers crossed that Tega is yeah. okay to go this weekend. Yeah, I'm not. Did he he's not, you know what happened? But Broderius, we get Broderius ham. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited about Broderius ham because he's gonna, he has to go off with the name like Broderius. Oh, ham. he has to. Well, and, and what, what here's the deal. Yeah, we have to move. Oh, I don't like that. We gotta at play all. a shuffle. We gotta do musical mean. lineman, and I don't like that at all. Yeah, I don't like that anymore. I think Caleb Kim might end up a running back. I don't know. Oh, man. Well, he <laughs> can't be. <laughs> Hey, whoa. <laughs> Try not to be too critical. Chance of the week, reluctantly. We've all got UGA fans. I don't know why we have them. Why is that? Why are we? I'm I, I am not a part of this. No, okay. I ain't no dog. <laughs> Noted Georgia, Georgia hater. Uh-huh. I'm the one that proposed this. Uh-huh. Uh, Bulldog you, fans, you know, explain yourself. If you know the Arkansas State head coach, uh, Blake Anderson, I don't. I think you could have given me Actually, a thousand guesses. I have no idea. I've guessed yeah. that that's his He's name. been the head coach there for a couple of years now. Uh, his wife passed away oh. like the week before the season started from oh, breast okay. cancer. Uh, I, think, I think this was his first game back. And so I think it may have actually come from the Georgia Espionation site where they kind of started a, uh, a pink out. You know, a lot of people painted up and they did a lot of stuff to kind of honor uh, okay. his wife. Was the they, spiked, they did a really good job. Was the spiked shoulder pad guy? Pink? Yeah, they were all in pink. Wow. Was he there? really? It was the students in the short beds. Apparently, they do that now too. I don't know. Anyways, oh, that guy. That I am hard pressed to say anything good about Georgia, but I'm going to do it now. Props, y'all did awesome. Well, let's move right along from that. <laughs> Marlon Davidson's monster performance. Champ, yeah. he's a right hit on that. Barner of the week. Yeah, great, great job, Marlon. Return of the quarterback keeper. This is all from AU Nerd. Uh, Hey, you nerd who drives traffic to our website. Yeah, yeah. the only guy. That, uh, <laughs> the most successful writer. He's the partner of the week. He does great work. So, yeah. What People love the recruiting. Uh, and then, who else do we have? We have Bailey Sharp, Eli Stove. Yeah. Stove is kind of becoming the guy at receiver right now. Tyron Trusco. As long as Seth's out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seth's going to be back this week. I don't know. See, I, I thought it might have been like, Broken collarbone or something like that. What had oh. happened, and it sounds like it may not have been. So Shivers, so we'll he was celebrating that sideline. He was fine. Schwartz, we didn't talk about this. He, he got a pass. He did not have a cast. He had a heavily taped uh, hand this time. Yeah, oh. looked like probably a wrist. Brace you can still take a hand off on the end around with that. Yeah. He caught a pass. Yeah, he caught a pass. Yeah. So, um, so maybe this week he'll be down to less tape, and then next week, you know, you know, they threw him a pass. Literally, so that on film they'll be like, "Well, we like, got to cover him now." Yeah. yeah, he caught it, guys. He did. Uh, uh, bunkers of the week. Mm. Bill McLaughlin, Doctor McLaughlin of the McLaughlin firm wrote. Oh, I thought you were calling Doctor McLaughlin a bunker. No, Lord no. Speaking of, he's a barner. Uh, congrats. Got, got a job in Nashville. Oh yeah, yeah. A portion of the fan base that would rather lose because they hate Gus so much is his bunker of the week. And that was real. I've I've seen a lot of it t- today. On Wait, we're back on this at the Twitter.com. I missed that today, dude. Come on, guys. I it that is. Was... It is very real. There's a part it's... portion of them is who just Auburn could win the national championship. I don't care who's our coach. I want to fine. win. 
Yeah. That's all. Well, I it's kind of like the, the uh, now, the not later. Now, it's kind of like the hypothetical I posed a couple weeks ago of if Auburn were to beat you know, Georgia or LSU or somebody big, but only do it ten to seven. Mm-hmm. How pissed off would people be? I think people would. Be the offense almost gave it away. It depends on how that ten to seven went. Like. Ten years ago in the total era, that's, oh, that's, that's like a, a legendary Auburn game. Dude, I, I, I'd have been game. excited right. about that. I, I used to love a big defensive struggle. A good 7-3 LSU-Auburn game. We've, we've been conditioned to not accept that anymore. But By if it's a, a guy 10, whose a, offenses score 50. Yes. If it's yeah. a 10-7 Michigan State-Arizona State game, maybe not so much. Good gracious. <laughs> that ends with 12 men on the field. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's one of the best. There should have been a third kick. You know that, right? Yeah. The two games that ended in the most perfect ways this weekend were Elastico itself. It ended with an Iowa State player running into his own punt returner, Mm. meaning that Iowa got the ball back, and Iowa literally won the game on a punt because they just took a knee and came over. Oh, man. That is just the most Iowa thing. And then the second thing was Michigan State losing a game by kicking away a field goal but having 12 men on the field. And then on the re-kick, just shanking it. Just the chief... It looked like I went out there and tried to kick a fifty-yard field goal. Just it was it would have been a goalpost off. It would not have been good if there were four goalposts. <laughs> Man, um, well, you got a one more game that finished in uh, awesome Texas fashion. What are we about? Friday night, Mac Brown got to oh. walk on the field with one finger up, just asking like for a did. second back. Just Didn't like get it this did. time. Man, just like the two thousand and fifteen. No. 2008? 8. 2008 uh, Big 12 Championship. Nine. No, it was 9 because that was in the Nebraska game. It was Nebraska and Indomitong Sioux. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nebraska won that game. Texas Correct. won that game. Texas won the game, but Nebraska should have won it yeah. had Matt not gotten one second yeah, back on the clock. Didn't get it this time in North Carolina. Well, um, one more. One more. Uh, one more bunker? I got one more Barner. Mississippi right? State. Brian Starris. <laughs> Mississippi State Bulldogs who lost to Kansas State. Lost to Kansas State. What? Uh, In that same context, and you're going to fun of me. I'm giving the quarterback a Barner for the oh. crazy f- almost fourth down conversion. He almost that died. Was, he almost <laughs> died, but he almost got the first. It looked yes, like something did. that would happen on Madden like five years ago. It's it's a, was, that's a giant have, have you seen the yeah. – uh, have you guys seen the video on – yeah, that, where he, he where he just goes into the space, the, like space, yeah. and then goes into the ocean. Yeah, a whale, he's by a whale. Oh, what a what a good thing! I got an obvious barner of the week. It's Primoz Roglic, the uh, <laughs> the Slovenian cyclist. I'm sorry, did you, did you sneeze? No, Primoz Roglic. Uh, a lot of lot of Jumbo is his team name. Not only is he the first member of Lotto Jumbo to win a Grand Tour, he's the first Slovenian to ever win the. Vuelta a España, the biggest race in all of Spain. And uh, so shout out to him. It's the last big Grand Tour. So cycling summer is almost officially over. All oh, that's left now man. is the World, World Championship. Why do they cycle in the worst part of the year? Well, because if you've been to Europe in the winter. Oh, it's real cold. Right. <laughs> but you got to follow the spring. Because it's nice out there now, usually. Okay. okay. In the spring, it just rains. Oh. So at least right. in so the no, summer. no cycling in the Southern Hemisphere? Well, there is. That, the season goes year-round. So, like, the, South Africa. Yeah, like Australia. Australia. The first that race like is the Tour down under, and it's Australia. That sounds like a terrible Yeah, place. and there's a tour of Oman that's real nice. Real nice. Because, like, when you do Oman in December, is there one in the weather's Town? incredible. Yeah. There's a tour in Dubai. There is a tour. There's a little tour in South Africa. Uh, anything oh, yeah. in Argentina? Anything like that? I don't. Make them go up the A's. South Americans aren't really. Colombia is huge okay. in cycling. They had That's first ever Tour de France winner, and they tourist. had a uh, they have a really big, really big race there. A really big mountain bike race there too. We have to like carry your mountain bike across rivers, like including. And not the Amazon. The Amazon doesn't go through Colombia, does it? I want to say that you have to mm-hmm. carry your mountain bike across the Amazon in this mountain bike race, which is wild. But anyway, probably time for our second break, right? Let's do it. Ba-da-ba-ba-da break. There we go. All right, let's move ahead on to look ahead to the my most hated team in the SEC, the Texas A&M Fighting Texas Aggies. Oh, they're not. Crew, are you a, a, a common commenter on texags.com? No, but oh, I, know, I know some folks who are texags commenters. Texags.com, eh? It's like uh, if the bunker was worse. Oh, uh, Alabama has their own version. It's like Bama Hogville, online, Hogville, and uh, I think Texas is a special kind. Like I'm not even that familiar with it, but they're just 
I've heard the stories. And the thing about Texas is it like tiger droppings, but for the yeah, animals. but except that it's, it's a little like, more militant. Yeah, they're <laughs> mean and like also really well connected. Like it'll be like actual board of trustees <laughs> just of the university we post inside things. tip. Yeah, mm. and like. We're gonna get so and so like like the I want to say the last coach that got fired it was someone someone was it was dropped on Texags before it actually happened because the guy was like I'm firing him tomorrow. But it's, <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, um, I've been to uh, old uh, College Station before, and it's it's a weird place. It's a good place to go one time. Weird place. They got a golf course in the middle of campus. Ooh. They do a golf course. Piques my interest. That no, it's not. Good. Uh, it doesn't look good. No, oh, well, come on, guys. They're, they're I, in ag school. This you is how I describe. You gotta be able to grow grass. This is how I describe. What's well, in the it, it, hot, dry? Stinks. It. This is how I describe it. It looked like Jacksonville State in Texas. Haven't been there either. Well, the buildings are all kind of nondescript and eighties uh, ROTC style. I, yeah, I get it's. It's just weird. Every well, okay, I've been to. Three Big 12 schools now. Yes, I'm referring to Texas A&M as a Big 12 school. Sure. And they all had the same same exact architecture, and it's all like sandstone buildings, like facades on the buildings and stuff. It was all kind of weird. Kansas State, Texas A&M, and Missouri. Missouri. (laughs) So uh, I think it's just a thing out that way. I don't know. Um, But the buildings were all really nondescript. It, It was... A kind of a spread out campus, pretty big campus, uh, or it seemed to be pretty big to me. Uh, I mean, there's a golf course. Uh, it was not. I don't know. It was. Did you a, go to Midnight Yell? Oh, no, man. I stayed in Houston. <laughs> Here's the, the bad news for Texas A&M is that they're doing a whiteout for this game, and Auburn's never lost the whiteout, guys. Oh, that's fair enough. One and zero. Oh. We're gonna be wearing white for this one. It's true. We're gonna be. Are are they? Well, no. Are they wearing? I guess it's possible we could. They've done it before. We would never. They've done it before. We would never. I think last time they did it, they wore silver numbers on their white uniforms. It looked impossible to read. Isn't A and M the same uh, same school that tried to do glow in the dark helmets? Like the Mm -hmm. logo is supposed to be glow in the dark, but you're playing under bright lights, so you can't do glow in the dark. Look, I think I think the point we're all trying to make here is they're a bunch of weirdos, and we're gonna beat them. Yeah, now we're talking chief. I mean, they, they do have an interesting uh, little tidbit. You know, you know who the best player is, correct? Kellen Mond. No. It's Keith. Keith. Kellen Mond is their best player. Anything you say after this is wrong. Braden Mann, the punter, it's Texas oh, A&M. Yeah. yeah. Might be the best punter in the country. What, uh, yeah. Probably the best punter in like the last 20 or 30 years. He's really good. He'll probably win the punter. What makes him so good, man? Uh, I mean, his everything you can measure about a punt, like hang time, like no hang return yards. <laughs> hang uh, together. Yes, I think it's a, like, he might be the first American to win the Ray Guy Award in the last couple of years. Did you know that there was a I don't know what song you're singing, by the way. I was about to say, I was going to tell you about it. Did you know that there was a television show on NBC in the mornings on Saturdays in which there was a school that had a basketball team that was not only co-ed, but I think everybody could dunk by the end of the season. It was. And they were. Anthony in, Anderson, do you know who that is? He's, a, he's on Blackish, the TV show. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great show. But he, he was in this show. Okay. As a, as Hang a, time. Is this like. Guy. An actual. 90s? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. An actual. Saturday, Saturday morning. Former NBA player NBC. was their head coach on the, of this high school. Who was the head coach? Oh, Hang Time, NBC. Oh, man. I can see that. him. So, um. It came on around this Saved by the Bell, the new class also came on during this time. Um, I think September it, 9th, 95 to December yeah. 16th, 2000. I think it crossed over, not crossed over in the show, but on TNBC, which was their morning, like yeah. teenagers yeah, they only. Did. Yes. They, they did teenage morning programming version of while other people were doing children's programming. They did some teenage uh-huh. programming. Because uh, I think it crossed over with teenagers are noted for getting up on Saturday morning. Dick Butkus was their coach at one point. I forgot about right. that. It crossed over. It didn't didn't do a crossover that I know of. With uh, but the time it was on also was Saved by the Bell. Reggie Theus, former NBA player Reggie Theus, yeah, who was actually the former head coach of Cal State Northridge and the Sacramento Kings, <laughs> played the coach of this stupid high school. Isn't that a hockey team? 
Sacramento Kings played. That's there was somebody else that my phone is now dead, so I can't look at it. There's some other semi famous uh, people that ended up in this show. Hillary Tuck. Nah. She's at Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Mm. Uh, Jay Hernandez. Oh, yeah, Jay Hernandez. Right. He was in a movie with Kirsten Dunst. Crazy yeah, Beautiful. Uh, Spider Man? Crazy Beautiful. Yeah. Crazy Beautiful. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Philip Alexander Glasser. You don't know who that is, Ryan, but he was the voice actor for the animated character Fifel. Oh, Mouskowitz. That's in right. The, in the movie that's right. American and this tale. kid was playing basketball at the school and is uh, s- similar to Fievel himself in stature. He is not a big guy. At the end of every episode, Ryan, they play a basketball game. The beginning of the whole, whole rest of the episode, there's these situations, and they're funny. It's a situation comedy. And by the end, they've got to play a game. And there's girls on the team. At no point is it ever mentioned why they play a co-ed high school basketball league. They're throwing alley-oops to it's each other. pretty progressive for the, the mid-90s, backboard. huh? My friend and I used to always think about, like, are they playing on a, what seems to be... Oh, it was a... 30-foot-long... Tiny court. court. Like... With eight-foot goals. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was not... They were playing on a ping-pong table. <laughs> goals at the end. But it was very similar to Saved by the Bell. Have you ever seen an episode of Saved by the Bell, Ryan? Uh, yeah. Okay. I think that came on making night as well. Running together, <laughs> hang time. It was just—it was sort of a similar type of show, I guess is the way to put it. It wasn't similar to that show. It was a totally okay. different show. They've won multiple awards for its accurate depictions of drug use in season four episodes, High Hoops and yeah. Breaks of the Game. Yeah, they had—they had a lot hard of serious, hard hitting stuff. On then the show, somebody's too. taking roids, I think. And then at uh, the end, guess what? They smoke some <laughs> other high schools. Um, guys, yeah. the Texas A&M game. It's going to be much like Hang Time the Show. It's going to be award-winning. Yeah. Um, not for drug smoke use. Em. And we're going to smoke them. Texas A&M is three and a half point favorites at home. Which is, a buddy of mine who bets on NFL games has always told me that three points is what an NFL line is if it's really a push. Yeah. Three points means the home team gets three points for being right. the home team. Yeah, it's kind of like on a video uh, game and the home team has a little bit. So, if that's the case, I don't know if it's the same in college gambling. You gotta think these two teams are Vegas thinks they're about the same, right? I think so. they, and they're they're pretty close. They're I mean, close in S P, right? If you look at S P S P, no and he got, uh, got S P plus by the standard. Oh, did yeah. he? Uh, a and M is number eleven overall, thirty second on offense, fourteenth on defense, and Auburn is ninth overall, thirtieth on offense, fourth on defense. So I mean, pretty similar profiles. Um, yeah, you were talking about Kellen Mond earlier. He he really is the star player on this team. Mm-hmm. Um, he's good. I mean, I, I don't know. You you saw him last year in the Auburn A&M game. He's he, pretty good. He's pretty good, but he's not great. I mean, this he, feels he like can a still Jimbo, be exposed. This feels like a Jimbo team without Jameis. Right. I, I mean, mean and they and they don't have Trayvon Williams for the right. first time in four years. So, Who kills Auburn? Yeah. And not only do they not have Trevion, but they I think they also lost their starting running back for this year. They did. Um, so they're down a few guys. Um, I, I don't know, know. I mean, you, you saw them you against know, Clemson. You know, last year we won that game with 19 yards rushing. Yeah, we, we stopped running the ball. And 278 total yards, so they're 423 total yards. They had 200 we yards rushing. And we won. And we won 28 points. We only had 259 yards passing. So we really didn't do a whole lot of anything on offense. Yeah. But we won. Auburn is three and zero. A and M is what, Ryan? Two and one. That's right. We're the better team. We're the better team. The game we played on what surface? Clearly. Do you know that? What's that? What surface do they have there? Uh, I, it would be really funny if the Aggies did not have a grass. They field. have a grass field. Okay. <laughs> Auburn is undefeated on grass this year. Is A and M? No, they are All two right. and one on All grass. Right. Well, that's that does it right there. There we go. Um, you know, I do, I do think Auburn should win this game. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel fairly confident that Auburn can win this game. Yeah, it. Auburn's Auburn, never. Sorry, we still have a freshman quarterback. We so still have a freshman quarterback. I mean, I, still I'm not sold on our rushing game yet. Yeah, me as good as they looked at Kent State, right, Kent State, they're right. so bad. Um, I'm a noted uh, skeptic of our, uh, but offense. I really think our defense is going to hold them in check. I mean, like they. They only scored 10 points against Clemson, and that was a late score. Yeah. Kind of just thrown on at the end of the game. I mean, they, Clemson really just shut them down. garbage time. Right. Clemson really shut them down. And I don't think the Clemson defense this year can do anything that our defense can't. 
You know, the Tigers are 4-0 in the last four games after accumulating more than 450 yards in their previous game. It's a great season. Also 4-0 in the last four games. You're regular, 4-0. That's right. That's against the spread. You're a regular Josh Dub over there. I'm trying to do this before he puts his out. I'm just reading mine from Covers.com. <laughs> um, Tigers are 4-1 hmm. against the spread in the last five games on grass. So the last... Is Jerry Will grass or is that turf? No. It's so do we think we'll win... By shredded money, is that what yeah, you're shredded money. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna win. Do we think we'll win by a touchdown? What do we think? This is gonna be a close game. I don't think any team, either team, would win by more than ten. The road yeah. team is okay. six and one against the spread in the last seven meetings of this, these oh. two schools. Well, that just means we have to lose by less than three, though. So. Well, you know, Texas A&M has never beaten Auburn in College Station. Yeah, that's true. Wow. The, the we're the team, only we're the, the only team has not won in this series until last year. Yeah, we're the only one that's won this series. Yeah, at and we're gonna do it. Yeah. 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 Yeah.